Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Grace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Come to Blueprint. We have started a study on the kingdom of darkness. Uh, the last episode, I basically gave you a synopsis of uh, what a kingdom looks like and uh, the fact that we would take them one at a time and uh, go through uh, a series of uh, uh, topics. Uh, the first is that we're going to focus on the king. Each kingdom has a king, and so we're going to focus on the kingship, uh, who is that uh, in that position for each kingdom, uh, both the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. Uh, we will focus on the king. We'll focus on the king's authority, the power that that king has within uh, his kingdom. We will also uh, focus on the citizens, the people of the kingdom. We will uh, focus on also how one enters into into that kingdom, and uh, we will then look at some of the principles that govern the kingdom, some of the laws that uh, each uh, kingdom applies to govern their citizenship, and then finally, we're going to look at the future of that kingdom. We talked about that a little last week, and um, but I wanted to uh, break it down in that fashion so that we can follow through and uh, get a glimpse of each leader for the kingdom uh, that they represent. And uh, uh, Satan has a kingdom. I just want to say that from the outset because some people don't believe that he does. But the Bible tells us that he does. Jesus tells us that he does. And so there's a scripture in Matthew uh, chapter 12, verses 25 through 26, when Jesus says, Know what that we are thinking. He said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. If Satan casts out Satan... He is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And so we see from those scriptures that he does have a a um, a kingdom. Uh, the Bible tells us 
through uh, uh, Paul and all these different uh, uh, tells us that uh, he is a kingdom as we begin to read. Uh, the God of this age has blinded the mind of the unbeliever so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ Jesus, who is the image of God. And that tells us in Second um, Corinthians 4.4. 4. So, we are going to look at some of uh, uh, the authority that he does have, and so that you will understand that as a leader of a particular kingdom, he does have uh, um, authority, and we will take some of those things and go through it. But first, I wanted to mention to you that I said to you that Satan has a, a kingdom, and I wanted to talk about who he is and where, um, how did he manifest this particular leader. And the Bible tells us who he is. And um, Jesus makes a statement in Luke chapter 10, verses 18. He says, And I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And so um, we then have to take that and go back and see that where did he begin from? Bible tells us in, in Genesis, it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And all that is within the heavens he created. Um, I have a uh, really, um, another, I have another podcast that I, that I do. It's called Mystery Bible. And Mystery Bible, I deal specifically with a lot of the uh, topics that uh, the church does not want to deal with. And one of the topics I spoke about was Lucifer. How did he come about? And I will briefly talk about him. The book of Isaiah tells us uh, that, um, you know, about him as well. And Ezekiel also tells us about him. When Lucifer said within himself, he said, I want to become as God. And he wanted to ascend uh, to the heavens to uh, have a coup, if you will, against heaven. And um, uh, the Bible tells us in Revelation that Michael, the archangels, dealt with that coup attempt that uh, was uh, took that took place in the heavens. Uh, I've said this before. It upsets my spirit when people try to uh, um, make uh, Lucifer in the same uh, class of God, like he is equal to God and that God, you know, people are fearful of him and all that, that you know, in, in this level of God and Jesus. And I, I spoke that scripture to you where Jesus said in Luke, he says, I saw him uh, uh, being dealt with by uh, uh, Michael the archangel, and I saw him fall like lightning from heaven. So he is not equal to Jesus in any way, shape, or form. He's not equal to God, uh, the creator, in any way, shape, or form. So I want to put that uh, there in the outset, he, that this is an angel that was created by God, and that uh, uh, he is not God's equal. And uh, it is time that we begin to look at him for who he truly is, and that he is a created being, and that he has an end. Uh, uh, God does not have an end. Uh, 
Satan is not omnipresent, he's not omnipotent, he's not omnipotent, he's none of those, he's not an eternal being. He has an end. Actually, um, the book of, of uh, um, one of the scriptures, I think it's in Ezekiel, that talks about his end. It's actually his entire story is mentioned in that, uh, that series of verses. And um, what I'm going to do is... Uh, uh, I'll I'll get to that first, and so we'll take a look and see his end, his beginning, and his end, because he did say in within his heart that he wanted to be just like God, and so he decided to come up with a plan. The Bible tells us that he he um, he deceived a third of the angelic host, but we don't know how many they are, but we know it's a third of them, and. Uh, uh, the history of, of the universe is as such. God created uh, the heavens and the earth. Um, Job also tells us that when uh, he created the earth, that uh, the angels were there and they rejoiced, they sang, and all of those things. So they were created before the earth was created. And it tells us that um, uh, uh, there was a war in the heavens, and uh, Lucifer was cast out of, uh, and a third of his angels were cast out of the heavens, as mentioned in, in, in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, by Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And so they hit the earth uh, uh, once that battle took place. And uh, as a result of uh, uh, the angels hitting the, the planet earth, it was destroyed. And I believe in Genesis chapter 1 verses uh, uh, 2 was then that recreation of the earth where God comes and he says, let there be light and so forth. And the scripture tells us that the spirit of God moved upon the, uh, the, the water of the deep. And if you know the original language of that, it says that the Holy Spirit shook the ice loose and then the ice began to melt. And uh, uh, then God began to recreate the earth. So, as he put his man on the earth after he created man in his image, uh, Lucifer comes, this angel comes, and he deceives the woman. Uh, the same t power that he used to to uh, deceive the angels was the same tact that he used to deceive. And as a result of that deception, he gained some authority that was given to man, uh, the God's creator, and that was to become God of this earth. And so Lucifer now usurped that uh, godship, that kingdom, and he became the king of this earth. And Ezekiel chapter 28, verses 16 through 19, basically gives his entire story as to what he says. Uh, let, let's take a quick look at that. It says, Though your right spirit trade, you were filled with violence, and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God, and expel you, guardian cherub, from amongst the fiery stone. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. And so... It was so we see where his sin came from was because he felt 
uh, uh, because of his beauty, he became proud, and uh, uh, he began to be corrupted. And it, so it tells us that how he 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 changed because the Bible tells us he he was uh, um, he was created. Uh, God doesn't create evil. He changed, and so he became proud. The Bible says, "Your heart became proud." on your account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle of you before kings by your many sins and dishonest trade. You have this, uh, uh, desecrated your sanctuary. So I made the fire come out of from you, and it consumed you, and I reduced you to ashes on the ground in the sight of all who were watching, all the nations who knew you are appalled at you. You have become, you have come to a horrible end and you will be no more. And so you see his story encapsulated within those scriptures, Ezekiel 26, uh, uh, 28, 16 through 19. That is the king of uh, um, of this kingdom is in a nutshell and so uh, the bible tells us that he has authority over the world system um, and you could see that in in uh, ephesians uh, chapter 2 verses 2 it says in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. And so those are some of the names that his, the citizens of that kingdom is called. It says the sons of disobedience. And so that's one of the names of his citizens. Uh, so um, the Bible tells us that this kingdom, as I, uh, I read, that this kingdom is, is uh, temporary. We're going to talk about that because, as I mentioned to you before, that we are going to discuss the future of that kingdom. Uh, but um, I just wanted to bring to your attention some of the scriptures uh, that we deals with uh, who the king was and so forth. Um, the king that uh, is uh, um, the leader of this particular kingdom, as I mentioned to you, is uh, Lucifer, and we call him Satan. And uh, but he, uh, the term Satan just only means the uh, the accuser, and the Bible calls him that he's the accuser of the brethren, which is you and I. So he's accuser of this other citizens of God's kingdom. So um, you can see uh, his approach to accusing people in the book of Job, where he came and uh, uh, he accused God, uh, Job, uh, God, um, and when he came, he says he's, uh, God was bragging on Job, and then he begins to accuse him and says that you are only uh, uh, he only cares about you because he's rich and all of that stuff. So we know that he has um, authority over this uh, 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 this particular system that the world has here, because the Bible tells us that just we overcome. Uh, the system that he has in place by our faith. And so um, 
power, as I mentioned, is on on that uh, uh, piece of of real estate, the world system. But also, he has. Uh, if you take the story of Job, and you look into that uh, um, uh, uh, story, you'll see that he has certain uh, power that he um, utilizes against Job and his family, his Job's kid kids, because one of the things that he um, God said to him, where have you been? And he, he tells God, I've been running around the earth, uh, checking out, you know, things. And God stops him and says, have you seen my, my servant? No, uh, uh, Job. And he says, yeah. And he says, Job only cares about you because he's rich. And so, God gives him permission to do certain things. He says, make sure that you can do anything you want to, but don't kill him. And so we see that he has the authority to to cause certain things to happen. Uh, we knew that he brought uh, uh, sicknesses on, and disease on on Job. Uh, he brought boils on on onto him. We know that he he caused the death of Job's uh, children. So um, we know that. Uh, uh, he has um, authority on this earth as the kingdom because he took Jesus Christ and he offered him uh, this kingdom. If God would fall, uh, he tells Jesus, if you would fall and worship me, I'll give you, um, you know, uh, I'll reward you with the, this kingdom. Uh, but uh, uh, Jesus had other plans. And so, um, uh as we begin to take a look more about him, we see that he has um, has power over his children, over people that he causes them to behave and act certain ways. Um, so that, because these are his citizens, he can tell them how to behave and what to do. Uh, uh, we know that this uh, um, uh, uh, king also wages he has the power to wage war because he's fighting against the um, the kingdom of uh, God, and we see that he can deceive people. We talk about the power of deception that he has. Uh, the Bible tells us that uh, he comes to tempt uh, people. So these are some of the power that he has and that he utilizes against you and I, and. Um, uh, I wanted to go in as far as uh, he influences the legal system, the uh, the government uh, structure and stuff like that, because he has uh, a structure, as we all know, and I've talked to you about, uh, um, uh, you know, for he wrestles not against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. We know that he has, uh, he manipulates matter. We know that he, uh, the weather system, he controls that. We know, as I mentioned, um, uh, the disease because he, he afflicted Job and his family. And, uh, we know that, uh, um, the book of Revelation talks about him in, uh, um, uh, how he influenced the uh, proceeding of, of Christians and caused them to go to jail. Uh, we know that um, he uh, influenced people to uh, steal uh, from 
the children of God. Uh, we know all of these things. We know that uh, uh, he is obsessed with uh, coming against the body of Christ or the kingdom of God. And so uh, he has, the Bible t tells us that he's a liar, uh, that he works with uh, deception, and that uh, that's how he holds his citizens in in at bay um, is through the power of deceptions. And so uh, we know that uh, he, um, he, that his kingdom uh, has an end, and we'll talk a little about that as well. But uh, this is who he is. He is, the Bible calls him, uh, for uh, uh, Satan is only interested in to steal, kill, and destroy. Uh, so we know that that's his purpose and that's his desire as a king that uh, he does not have anything good in him. The scripture says he's the father of lies. Actually, he is called, and we talked about that last week. And um, when Jesus uh, told the people that uh, you, you know, only do what your father uh, uh, does, and he is a liar. And so um, the Bible tells us that uh, he goes around as a roaring lion and that he's seeking to devour people. This is his personality. It says for, uh, this, I think it's first Peter five, eight. It says, uh, that, uh, uh the adversary, the devil, uh, as a ro ro roaring lion is walking about the earth, seeking whom he may devour. So, um, uh, the Bible also tells us that uh, uh, he is uh, uh, one that is constantly looking to destroy things. He's not one that builds. The Bible tells us that he uh, um, that he transforms himself into an angel of light. So we know that he has the power to manipulate energy, as I mentioned to you. Uh, we know that uh, uh, these are some of uh, uh, the things that he does, his behavior. The Bible tells us in John eight forty four that he's a murderer. Um, uh, it tells us, uh, so this is the characteristic. It says, John ten ten says, the thief comes, Bible calls him a thief, uh, comes not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. And so uh, uh, these are, uh, the uh, the desire and the will that this king has. And so the Bible begins to paint, paint a picture of who we're dealing with and is very, very uh, 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 straightforward in how he, he tells us uh, about who he is. And so uh, uh, I wanted you guys to understand, uh, the Bible calls him the old serpent, uh, the devil, uh, Satan, um, an angel of light. He presents himself as an angel of light. The Bible calls him the great dragon uh, th that was cast out. Um, so uh, I wanted to paint a picture uh, for you so that you can see uh, that this creature, this angel, uh, is not equal to God in any way, shape, or form. He's not equal to God the Father. He's not equal to Jesus Christ. And so um, 
don't uh, uh, we have the power the bible tells us uh, to to resist him so if we have the power to resist him then we can resist him and it says that he will flee from us so then he is not this all powerful being he's not an omnipresent he's not uh, he's none of these things he can only be at one place at a time, because the Bible asks, Jesus, God asked him, what have you been to? He said, I've been up and down the earth trying, you know. Uh, uh, so we know he moves back and forth on the earth, uh, because that is where his kingdom is. And so uh, uh, we have the power to resist this being, and... Um, I know you guys uh, hear it in my voice. I get really upset when I uh, when people try to to put him in the same category as God. He is not God. He is a God that people worship, and that he stole a position from from. But he is not. But he is not. The Father, He is not the Lord Jesus Christ. He's not equal to any of them, and so uh, He was dealt with by an angel. And Jesus said, "I saw Him fall." And so uh, this is who the leader of this kingdom is. I mentioned to you some of His names, and uh, uh, the Bible calls it the kingdom of darkness. And uh, I just wanted to go ahead and tell you about. Uh, I introduce you to him uh, because we are going to deal with the king, the king's authority. We mentioned some of his authority, um, and uh, we mentioned briefly about the people of the kingdom. And so uh, I dealt with first who he is, the king, and I dealt with some of his authority, that he has a certain power over his children, and that uh, over the angel, I told you what those powers were. He's a thief. He's a liar. He's a murderer. Um, these are the things that uh, uh, the Bible calls him the uh, the prince of the air. The uh, He is according to the prince of the power of the air. And so uh, uh, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. And that's the name of his citizens. The Bible calls them the uh, sons of disobedience, and uh, uh, there are certain things that he uses. I mentioned some of them briefly to keep his citizens intact. One of those things that he uses is deception, and uh, uh, he deceives them, and they are blinded, and as a result of them being blinded, they're operating and abiding by his rules and by his authority and by his uh, 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 principles. But when one gets out of that kingdom, the Bible tells us that we are uh, that that uh, we, the eyes that are eyes of our understanding become open. And that Second um, uh, Corinthians given an example says four uh, four says the God of this age has blinded the mind of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light, the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So it tells us that the God of this age, and in Mystery Bible, I uh, I 
study did a study on the ages of God because the Bible tells us that God now speaks to us through the ages. So then it's our responsibility to go and study what those ages are because it says God is speaking to us through the ages. So, um, and I'm going to do a study uh, here at Blueprint on the ages, because the Bible says that God is speaking to us through the ages, so that we can clearly see what he is saying for the particular time and season. And so, as we continue this uh, uh, study, we'll learn more about uh, the kingdom of darkness and the place that you and I have been translated out of, uh, because there are tons of scriptures that are there in the Bible that talks about the kingdom of darkness and that uh, how God has translated us from there and what happens within the kingdom of darkness. And so we are going to um, uh, uh, get a chance to study more and more as we understood who first this king is and uh, his character. We talked about uh, him being a liar, a murderer, a thief, uh, we talked about his authority over the the different systems, the world systems that are in place. And we talked about him having uh, power over sickness and disease because he used it to inflict pain to on Job. Uh, and we talked about him murdering Job's family because the Bible does tell us that he's a murderer. Uh, we spoke about that. So he's doing things that is within his character. Um uh, in John 8, 844 8, calls him a murderer. So um, he can only do what he is. Uh, the Bible, as I mentioned, he lies, he kills, he steals, he destroys. And so uh, that's how he is going to repay and uh, deal with his uh, uh, citizens because he doesn't know any other way. And so uh, he may appear, as the scripture says, as a uh, light, but his character, the core of who he is, is evil. He is a liar. He's a thief. He, thief. he kills. He destroys. He's a murderer. This is who he is. And so he may appear to you as an angel of light, but his character is corrupt. And if he is corrupt, that means that his kingdom is corrupt. Uh, that means that his citizens are, are corrupt, and that means that uh, the citizens act and behave a certain way. We behave as our leader, for it tells us that it trickles down. Jesus tells us, he says, we ought to be imitators of God. Uh, um, Peter, uh, Paul talks about it. We ought to be imitators of God and so forth. So if we are going to imitate, uh, Jesus said, I do what the Father uh, what I see the Father does. So the, our King, who is Jesus, behave and acts as the Father. And so if we begin and act as God, as we are in this new kingdom, our lives will be uh, changed. But he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the material things of this planet and this kingdom will be given to us. So um, um, continue to study and take a look at uh, the different kingdoms. We talked about who the king of 
darkness is. We talked about his personality. We talked about his authority. We talked about who he is. We mentioned briefly about the um, the people of the kingdom, and we're going to go a little more into that. At the entrance of into the kingdom, we enter the kingdom of darkness by birth, because when uh, our father and mother uh, uh, sinned in Genesis, it says that we all sinned. And as we begin, uh, uh, as we enter this kingdom through birth, we are born into the kingdom of darkness, just like how we are born into the kingdom of light. You must, Jesus said, you must be born again. You cannot enter one without the other. You have to be born into the kingdom. And so that is why Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. Nicodemus asked, how can a man be born again? Can he, does, can he enter his mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus looks at them and says, are, are you out of your mind? He says, you being a spiritual leader, you don't know these things. He says, no, you must be born of, of, of spirit. You have to be born again. So you and I enter into the kingdom of light the same way we enter into the kingdom of darkness. We are birth. And so we will talk about some of the principles that are in the kingdom. And I've already talked to you about the future of this kingdom, but I'll mention that back and forth. I read some of that to you earlier about in, in Ezekiel that talks about his, uh, uh, his demise. Uh, Revelation also talks about the future of the kingdom of darkness. So there's a future to, to his kingdom. And, um, but the Bible does teach us that he has a kingdom. I read a scripture that shows that to you so that you would have no doubt. Jesus said it himself. He says, um, every kingdom can be divided against itself. It will be laid waste. He says, uh, um, and this is when he had uh, cast out demon out of someone. And it says, if Satan casts out Satan, is divided against himself, how then will his kingdom stand? So if Jesus says that this uh, uh, creature has a, a, a kingdom, I am, I'm going to uh, lean with Jesus on that. And that kingdom was given to him by our father, uh, um, Adam, when Adam uh, sinned and uh, in, in Genesis chapter 3. But uh, Jesus, the Bible tells us, uh, came and make things right. If God know that uh, his, his wonderful creation was going to fall, he would have put in place a, a uh, a plan to bring us back. And that plan is the plan of redemption. And that plan is uh, including the death of his son, death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. So thank you guys for coming to um, Blueprint and spending time with me as we continue to study uh, the different aspects of the kingdom and that you and I would understand who we are, understand who uh, Satan is and his kingdom and the rule that governs his kingdom so that you and I can become stronger as Christians to walk with our hands, uh, our head up, and that we can handle all the things that come to us because he's going to come. The Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee. So we're going to have to learn how to do that. But uh, I want you to invite you to come. Follow, uh, 
subscribe at our at uh, and and if you can support us, support us. I would deeply appreciate that as we continue to study the Word of God to get to know who we are, uh, so that we can really truly uh, begin to live as we are the true sons of God. Thank you so much, and I look forward to see you guys again. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.